0: Kim
1: Jong-un meeting Donald Trump, just the, the two worst haircuts in the world together. I wonder if they'll invite Dennis Rodman. He is a mutual friend. And you know those two are going to hit it off. You know he, Trump comes out of this saying, Kim Jong-un, very bright guy. We like each other a lot. They'll be golfing together. They'll be sharing a bucket of chicken. Maybe Kim Jong-un will be the next host of Celebrity Apprentice. Who knows where this could lead.
2: But it's never
1: gone. The announcement was made, uh, late yesterday afternoon. I've been trying to take in a lot of media coverage of this because I'm interested in it. Of course. And it's almost universally being criticized, um, in your, you know, your New York Times, Washington Post, that sort of crowd, um, the, most of the cable news channels. Uh, it's almost universally being seen as just this is the move of a, a person who doesn't understand diplomacy and um, half-cocked, rushed, yeah, yeah, ill-advised, or, dangerous, or even worse, it's just an attempt to hide scandals, that sort no, of stuff. Please, yeah. I, I don't see what the downside is because
0: we've tried all this other stuff and we're headed toward a war. So CBS News military analyst Mike Lyons joins us. Mike, uh, common sense and nonpartisan, which is exactly what we need, I think, as we discuss something this important. Mike, how are you, sir?
3: Hey, great, guys. Thanks for having me
0: this morning. It's our pleasure. So, uh, listen, this is absolutely an unconventional way to uh, approach a summit meeting. But as Jack mentioned, the conventional has been a pretty miserable failure, hasn't it?
3: Yeah, I mean, for sure, you've got the most disruptive president really in our lifetime decides to, you know, reach out, take this meeting on, and and you're right, there's a lot of beer being thrown from the bleachers at at this whole thing, Uh, from elite people who have better solutions that they thought they had better solutions with regard to this, but none of those were working. Maybe the pressure has started now to see, uh, for Kim Jong-un to recognize that for him to become part of the international community, he's got to start talking, and, uh, you know, now we're going to have him and donald trump get into a meeting and talk well there's got to be some groundwork to be laid before that but i think it's a good step uh before you know any missiles get fired because sure enough they've been on the launch pad and they've been ready to go for the past few months
0: is there anything we the free world can actually offer kim that will motivate him to give up his nuclear program
3: you know I'm, what i've been thinking about is a solution like pakistan so he might not give up uh, if we can get him to give up missiles and rockets and long-range uh, types of weapon systems that that uh, threaten the United States and, and others and the region, Australia, let's say our friends, Japan, but let's say he was allowed to keep some what I'll we'll call tactical nukes, which are small-level nuclear weapons that don't uh, that don't have a long uh, range to them. What, what Pakistan has now, for example, um, he wouldn't be able to develop any more of them as well. That that might be one of the alternatives that that will be. Presented as an option to him, he's going to want U.S. forces out of uh, South Korea, probably completely. That's not to say the Navy still won't remain there, uh, but I think that 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 might be the that might be a place where we get to. And you know what? We've lived with Pakistan having nukes next to India, and we can probably live with him having a few tac nukes next to next to South Korea.
1: Now, I've heard it thrown around. I don't know if this was part of the agreement or not because this has all come together so fast. You know, Trump hurriedly, uh, asked in the, the, the South Korean representative and they just had a casual conversation and Trump said, sure, let's do this. So the guy goes out in the dark on the driveway and says, Trump's going to meet with, with the weirdo. Yeah. But, um, so somebody was thrown around the idea that, of course, no talks could happen if they did any more of the testing of missiles or, uh, set off, uh, you know, one of their bombs somewhere. Yeah. Obviously that would. To put an end to any chance of Trump speaking with him. But other than that, what is the downside? Some have said, well, he'll continue to work on you know, his nuclear technology. He's going to do that anyway. That was right. already and,
3: happening. Right. As so I say, they meet within the next 45 days. I think location is going to be important. But within 45 days, there's going to be no great advances that will take place between then and now. Um, and if it turns into nothing but a photo opportunity between – You know him and and President Trump. Well, okay, then shame on us. At least we gave it a shot. So again, I I I say the same thing before we were going down this path where both sides uh, a mistake would have started what would have essentially been a third world war on the Korean Peninsula. Let's see what happens now. Let's let's hopefully we can agree on things like the size of the table. You know, when you negotiate sometimes with uh, people of that culture, we had in Vietnam, for example, they couldn't agree on the size of the table and things like that. So let's let's get the groundwork laid for um, for what we're going to want to get out of this, and then go from there. And I'll tell you what, if it's successful, when and you, you know Trump flies into the meeting on the way back, if it's successful, he might as well just stop in Oslo and pick up the Nobel Peace Prize. Would they, back, dare, you know? Would they dare? Would oh, they dare give Donald boy. Trump the oh Nobel Peace Prize? You know,
0: right. uh, Mike Lyons is on the phone. Mike could be unconventional, but maybe uh, Rex Tillerson, their uh, foreign minister, they go to Ikea together, and they pick out a nice <laughs> table together. Yeah, <laughs> I, anybody...
3: think, I mean, I think I think China will now insert itself in the process, I think, Security has got to be a concern. I mean, he's not going to necessarily come to the U.S. Uh, You know, I I believe that this meeting likely takes place in that hemisphere. The the other issue is what other countries are involved, Japan involved likely, maybe even Australia. I'd like to see them, and and we're going to have to hold our nose, but Russia is at the table as well, because they have a border with
0: North Korea. Oh, good. So, wow, a a multilateral situation, Uh, perhaps the next step after the bilateral, or do you think it will be
3: multilateral? I think, I think it'll start bilateral, but maybe those guys are in like okay. back bleachers you know, waiting in the you know, second, second tier to go because I do think that each of these countries have their own interests that they're trying to protect. Um, and, and, they're, and they're not necessarily comfortable for Donald Trump speaking for them at least without somebody else sitting in the room there before he gives away something that uh, he's not so sure about because he won't be able to unwind it. You know, he won't be able to go back and do a do-over on this one.
0: Well, Mike, let's address the panda in the corner of the room, (laughs) Um, and that's the fact that assuming Kim is like the Kims before him, and feel free to disagree with that, but we're sitting down to negotiate people who make agreements, then violate them on their way out of the meeting room. Right. So what do we do?
3: So it's the the Reagan trust, but verify, we'll we'll have to literally send people to North Korea. That, that's what we should have done in Iran with the nuclear deal there as well. That should have all taken place. But the only way that happens is if we actually allow international inspectors from the IEA there or, or whatever to go in there and to, and to verify what they're doing, what their capability is. Um, and again, he, if, if, he, if he allows that, and if he allows us to do that. We're going to have to tell him when we do military exercises. I mean, we can invite them. I mean, we did that in the 80s with the, with the Russians and the Germans and these Germans. We invited them to our military exercises. Anything to tone down any possibility of any kind of military action is, is all good.
1: You pay attention to this sort of stuff your your whole life, so uh, somebody needs to explain to me again. I don't quite get why this is so scary. As I'm taking in all the media on TV and uh, through the, the newspapers, of this is so reckless, this is so dangerous. This just legit legitimizes him didn't Didn't him uh, showing us that he's got missiles and nuclear weapons legitimize him, whether we want to do or not?
3: That's right. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's being personalized towards Donald Trump. And if this was Barack Obama who you know tried but failed. George Bush tried but failed. If this was any of these other people, I don't think you'd have the same kind of backlash. But right now, I, I think a lot of it just has to do with they're just not willing to give uh, you know this president, this very disruptive guy, this this opportunity, and and it could go south, no question. Let's say you have a situation where what happened with Reagan and Gorbachev in the 80s, where he wanted a deal, didn't get the deal, and it, and it, you didn't know what happened next after that. That's going to be the problem if we if we come come to this, and and in most cases, if it, if it goes south quick. Then what do we do next? But if I know Donald Trump and what he acts, next thing you know, he's going to be in Mar-a-Lago. He'll be in Mar-a-Lago. He'll sell, a, he'll sell him a condo down there. They'll be golfing, They'll be golfing before you know it, and, and the world will be at peace.
1: Well, I think the appropriate way to phrase it, though, would would it be you know it could
0: fall apart and continue to go south because it's right. going south right now. Right, right, right. You know, final quick question, Mike. I've heard it posited by some that North Korea is on the verge of bankruptcy by their standards, right. and that they they're at a critical point financially. Did you buy
4: that?
3: Yeah, I do. I think that the second the sanctions have finally taken place, I do think that it's taken this long for them to sink in to get down to where it, where it has to be. But um, and he controls you know everything in that country, so you're not going to see a, a revolution. You don't you're not going to see any kind of uprising that's there. But but at some point he's going to recognize that he's now so weak, and once the international community recognizes that, then he becomes uh, someone that could be take, take over target. Who's to say that the South Koreans? couldn't invade the North, as, as that would sound. It's crazy that would sound, or they could come after him. So he's, he might have reached that point. But, you know, he's a young man in his 30s. He wants to live his life. Um, and, I, and I do believe that he recognizes that he's got a guy in Donald Trump, the only person that could probably try to negotiate with. Uh, and, and maybe that third person in the room is Dennis Rodman or somebody. But, but the bottom line is if it gets us out of this potential um, situation of nuclear, uh, nuclear weapons that will take place there, it's all good.
1: Hey, do you think China, Japan, when they heard about this yesterday, because, you know, they weren't in on this either, when they heard about this, did they say, hey, cool, or holy crap?
3: Yeah, I think, you know, it's funny. I think China has to figure out a way to get back in the game, which is why I think they'll sponsor the meeting. Uh, they, they it's, You've got to have the regional players in the, in, in this space and to make sure that they're okay with what's going on. So I do think that this isn't the last, obviously, we've heard of China. Um, and the, the question is going to get back to as the, you know, Donald Trump with trade wars in China. China's in his bullseye as well in terms of the way the trade's working. So I do believe this is the way China gets back into the game.
0: Well, and with Xi being president for life, maybe uh, Kim thought, well, I'm not going to outlast him. So Well, we right. could talk all day, Mike, but we know your time is uh, valuable. Thanks a million. It's great to talk. Great, guys.
3: Thanks for having me. Have a great weekend.
0: Thanks. That's the uh, most excellent Mike Lyons, CBS News military analyst.
1: We'll be discussing this more today and for the next several weeks or months until it happens. Man, I'll tell you what that... Or is... until
0: the mushroom cloud rises over Seattle with Trump's recklessness. When, uh, when that
1: date's on the calendar, the build-up to that is going to be unlike yeah. practically anything we've ever seen. Yeah, uh,
0: That'll be wild. But we have something so good coming up, I want to have plenty of time for it. The time social justiceist social yeah. justice warriors in the world may well... Me, the SJWs at Portland State University. You'll think this is an episode of Portlandia, or it's the Onions radio broadcast, or something, but it's real. Portland State, which makes UC Berkeley look like Bob Jones University, <laughs> will have SJWs doing what they do coming up. That's hilarious. On the Armstrong and Getty Show. Guess what? You don't want war. That's one That's thing right, you don't he want. He said
5: in that. the past that he would well, destroy the United States. Well, well.
0: Well.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Conscience. Of the Nation,
4: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: There's an article in the New York Times by a woman. Um, maybe we'll try to get her on. Uh, she wrote an op-ed piece. We're all fascists now, and it's about some of the examples around the country where um, the most reasonable of discussions are shouted down by the by the crazies. Yeah, because they they don't want <laughs> so many conversations that they won't allow. And they call you a fascist, obviously, whenever you're having a
0: conversation of any kind, right? Of course. And so, and as if that's supposed to intimidate me into silence, please. And, and we've heard some
1: angering examples where people get up and say, um, you know, make arguments for, you know, this is why uh, Israel should, uh, whatever. This is why men and women. This. This is why. And, and, and there. And there. There's some
0: controversy there. But now, sometimes they scream about things that aren't controversial at all. Right, right, indeed. Which brings us to Portland State University, where James Damore, the gent who wrote that uh, Google uh, email that got so much attention, claiming the the outrageous idea that... Maybe there were more guy engineers than gals, not just because of sexual discrimination, but because guys tend to want to be that more than women on average. And, of course, he was drummed out of Google as they shed crocodile tears and shouted their outrage. Um, and so he's doing a bit of a lecture tour, and he's on stage with uh, some biological and social scientists, and they're discussing the various ideas there at Portland State, which, uh, to their credit... Uh, was having the conversation, allowed the conversation to come onto campus, unlike some other campi around the country. But uh, so so please listen to what is being said in the reaction to it.
4: Sean, if you would roll now. I really recommend it to understand this. It's the idea that all of our traits, our characteristics, abilities, cognitive, psychological, behavioral, are learned from societal norms the idea that there can be innate or biological or inherited differences are, are dismissed. And so we're in a position where if there is injustice or an imba- if there is an imbalance anywhere, uh, a, a sort of an inequality of a representation, the only explanation for that can be that there is societal injustice.
5: All right, thanks. I appreciate that. So that, that leaves us wide open. Heather, you are an evolutionary biologist. What can we take from, from what Helen said to help us make sense of James's memo?
4: James argues, accurately, that there are differences between men and women. This is a strange position to be in, to be arguing for something that is so universally and widely accepted within biology. What is not as widely accepted is that culture is also evolutionary. But I'm going to argue that biology and culture are both evolutionary. Let's look at differences between men and women that are explicitly anatomical and physiological. Are men taller than women on average? Does anyone take offense at that fact? Just wait. (laughs) Are you irritated? There's so, always a stand-up. Yep,
0: somebody does. <laughs> so They're angry. Say, They're starting to yell. You could be
4: irritated by it. You could be irritated by the fact that women have to be the ones to gestate and lactate. You could be irritated by a lot of truths. But oh. taking offense. The walkout has a, begun. Bye is a response that is rejection of reality. Mm-hmm. So men and women are different on height. They're different on muscle mass. They're different on where fat is deposited on our bodies, right? Our brains are also different.
0: Oh, that's, that's so too that's much. What this? Yeah. Security! Now a big walkout. Now they're smashing the sound this equipment.
5: Is, this is what happens. Oh, did they shut off the volume? Can you hear? Can hear? Can everybody hear?
0: Escort one. That's not okay. Even the women
5: in there have been brainwashed.
0: Should not listen
5: to fascism. It should not be tolerated in civil society. Nazis are not welcome in civil society.
0: All right, pause it for a second. <laughs>
4: Nazis.
0: Nazis are not welcome in civil society. Well, that's nice. Uh, so, for positing the outrageous notion that men, on average, are taller than women, and women lactate and gestate, that is. Turned her into a Nazi. Even that woman's been brainwashed. We won't have Nazis on this campus making those clams. Oh, my God. How do you parody those people now? What am I supposed to do to exaggerate how crazy they are?
1: Well, you can't take it any farther. I mean, good for her. She did. She did a really good job, or she thought she did a good enough job of starting with a nobody could argue with this, right? Starting from that position, oh no, nobody no, no, no. could possibly be offended right. by or <laughs> even attempt to argue right. that men are average on average are taller. So yeah. we'll start there, and she couldn't even start there,
0: right? Right. And then, and then the tough guy with this Nazis aren't acceptable in civil society. Nazis We're suggesting women gestate babies is a Nazi. Wow. Well, as as you pointed out, that piece is uh, entitled "Everybody's a Nazi now," or "Everybody's We're a all fascist. fascist now." Right? Exactly. All right, uh, roll it.
5: Society. Nazis are not welcome in civil society.
0: F the police, power to the people. Power to the morons. <laughs>
5: All right, well, we're going to raise our voices. The conversation's going to go on. Yes.
0: And this, again, kudos to Portland State. Listen to this. Let,
5: let, let me be crystal clear. Let, let me be crystal clear. People do not have the right to tell you what you can and cannot listen to. People do not have the right, fringe elements of society do not have the right to hold you hostage to discourse. This is a university. If we cannot have this conversation here, we can't have it anywhere. We have to be able to talk about it. No issues will solve themselves. That sort of behavior is unacceptable in civilized societies. And if that person is a student,
0: Okay. Well said, brother. And, and, uh, kudos. It's uh, the, that, this is why the heckler's veto, Google it, is so insidious because one or two or three or four deluded, half-wit jackass students can end an exchange of ideas they can end education they can end enlightenment they can end understanding and that is a dangerous thing i uh, you know i've said many times i don't condone violence i condone the minimal necessary violence to end the heckler's veto somebody like that wrestle their ass out of the hall so the ideas can continue i'm fine with that don't beat them unconscious but whatever it takes to get them out and shut them up, do it. No, you have to. Right. Um, we did.
1: We got this text. So did uh, that crowd, were they okay with International Women's Day yesterday? Or is that a bad thing? Because you're pointing out that there's something
0: different between men and women. I like this, email. What do we want? Taller women. When do we want it? No.
1: <laughs> Morons. Uh, oh, we got more on that and a bunch of other stuff coming up. Uh, what's go- oh, Marshall's News in just a minute. More on North Korea and all that. Uh, So stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So much, so much, so much we've got to talk about, um, including angering the uh, contestant from The Bachelor last night somehow, which I wish hadn't happened. I hope it didn't happen. She might be coming on the program later, which w- with some insight into that show and uh and, and why it's popular or how it works, I don't know. It means it's some needs something about the soul of America. <clears throat> I don't know what that means, but I just wish you hadn't embarrassed the poor girl like you did. Certainly wasn't my intent. No oh, my But from what we understand, she was not happy. Uh, Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well,
2: in the not-too-distant past, President Trump has said things like this. The United States has great strength and patience. But if it is forced to defend itself or its allies, we will have no choice but to totally destroy North Korea. Now, half a year later, after he delivered that speech at the U.N., he's ready to meet North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Trump has accepted Kim's invitation, extended through South Korean envoys who were visiting the White House. or announced by the South's national security director in a rather hastily arranged appearance on a White House driveway yesterday.
5: President Trump appreciated the briefing and said he would meet Kim Jong-un by May
0: to achieve permanent denuclearization. No. Listen to the liberal media, as personified by a marshal, hastily arranged. How long does it take to arrange going out on a driveway and making an announcement? If Judy said to me, "Honey, go out on the driveway and and tell the kids to come inside," I would go out and do that immediately. That's hastily arranged. Come on.
1: Now we probably should have dug up the clip. Uh, Barack Obama debating Hillary Clinton in two thousand eight. He said the he said uh, in one of the debates that he would meet with North Korea one-on-one and he got blasted by a lot of people including a lot of people on the right for, for him being you know he doesn't know what he's doing right? that sort of thing so you know the, the usual game that we all play if your guy does it it's okay if your guy doesn't do it then
0: it's a, a, a terrible mistake
1: look at these guys look at
0: them <laughs> now, yeah there's a cable news commentator there now, Joe, I don't, I,
1: what I don't get this yeah. is all against the
0: backdrop
1: of steadily day by day They've been getting a bigger and bigger nuclear arsenal all along, with all the geniuses that are criticizing this on TV and in the newspapers, in charge of the decisions, they ended up a nuclear power that could hit the United States. So, so what's the downside?
2: Now, Joe, I just wanted to uh, point out something. When they say hastily arranged appearance, what that means is they called up the news media at the last minute and they all had to run over to the driveway.
1: Well, how about Trump walking into the... the, Don't make their problems my problems, Marshall. How about Trump walking into the press briefing room for the first time ever and just walking in there and saying, hey, got a big announcement coming at 7 o'clock, and then walking
2: out. (laughs) Love it. Yes. All right, we've got the uh, Fed's latest jobs report, and it shows the red-hot labor market is growing like mad. The U.S. economy adding a blockbuster 313,000 jobs in February.
0: This is Trump's America.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to mention it, but... but, uh, MSNBC going on and on about how that clearly Trump doesn't mean this North Korea thing, and it was only to get Stormy Daniels yeah. off the front page. A
0: ridiculous notion.
1: Well, one of the reasons that argument doesn't work is there's bad Trump news in the news every single day.
0: <laughs> so you know, certainly was, on the front pages right. of yeah, the Post, the
1: Times, etc. Whether it's yeah. Russia or somebody quitting his cabinet or whatever. Right. So um, there's that, and. Uh, and I lost my train of thought. I couldn't. I went to the I, I was talking was about, talking about, about I don't know, getting that's off that's the front. Right. You get a hey, date with it, a silk it, you, t- <laughs> Exactly. If you, if I had the time, what were we talking about? North Korea? Right. Trump? Hastily arranged. Criticism, hastily right. Hastily yeah, yeah, arranged. I think it yeah. had something to do with you know, I really want to bring this back. No, because I'm kinda interested in what it was. <laughs> Trump, he dropped by the press room. He yes, said a big yeah, announcement, yeah. What a yeah. conventional wisdom. Yeah. Hastily arranged. Man, is, is, it is it dangerous? Is it not dangerous? It'll yeah. come to me. I'm an older gentleman. These things come and go. <laughs> you know who's waiting to, to hear
0: what you have to say? People around the world. That's right, Dennis. Marshall.
2: All right, the California Bullet Train Project. Ah, yes, we are learning so much each and every day from this uh, endeavor. It will now likely require more time and money to complete than last estimated. Oh, there's a surprise to no one. But its new chief executive is promising more transparency with the public about its challenges. They're going to be putting out a new report today on the business plan and uh, building timelines, cost estimates, and other critical details.
1: The new chief thief, you mean. Yeah. I remembered what I was going to say. If Trump was trying to manipulate the media as to what stories they are covering, he did a terrible job in that this economic news today is great. Yes. news for the Trump administration, and of course, nobody's going to hear it because of the North Korea thing. It would be stupid if he was just trying to manipulate the media to have done it right before this economic news comes out, that they probably had an inkling of what it was going to be, because job participation's at a record high yes. for, for a long, long time, number of jobs, all that. I mean, huge news. It would be the story of the day
2: mm-hmm.
0: if he hadn't done the North Korea thing. Hmm. You know, getting back to the bull spit train, the, uh, the crony express, right? This may be the perfect example of letting the camel put his toe under the tent, or his nose, or his dingus, or whatever the camel's sticking under the tent. Why did you say toe? Oh, I couldn't remember remember how the parable goes. You have to. Anyway, um, the, uh, 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 the, the regular train, the Crony Express... Yes. Was originally what a 30 billion dollar project. The, the, the Fools of California passed it as a bond measure. It's now well past 60 billion, headed for 100 billion, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop it. It is a, a, a juggernaut of theft. It is a colossus, a monster of malfeasance, and, and nothing can be done about it. Democracy is dead. Uh, I'll be at the Juggernaut of Theft show this weekend if anybody recognizes me come say hi I'd love to
1: have a drink with you. One last quick note we got a movie they, The the audience wears a lot of black. They that do. I've
2: noticed yeah, that. They do. Yeah. One last quick note we've got a movie prequel to the Sopranos now in the works in New Jersey. It's being
0: Oh yeah. It's
2: being called the uh Mini Saints of Newark and it's set in the 1960s. The screenplay is from David Chase, the show's creator and writer. It so it'd be like Tony's dad, that generation? Yep. Oh! Yep, it is going to be... Do we be... get to see a young Polly Walnuts?
0: Oh. oh. <laughs> awesome. Wow. <laughs> so, when his wings were still black.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the movie's been optioned, and uh, it's apparently in production now. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show. The conscience of the nation. Time to squeeze the eagle.
1: Juggernauts of Theft is one of the best band names i have come across yeah. in a long time. That's a good one. <laughs> Nice catch, I'm Sean. I'm concerned
0: you're not taking me seriously. <laughs> not, nice catch, Sean.
1: Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Point out the downside of Trump meeting with the North Koreans. I don't get it. Um, I get it conceivably,
0: but please. just Everybody knows. It's like, oh, Trump's going to become a dictator if he does this. Nobody's going to let him do whatever this is. We're going to be fine. Or there will be mushroom cloud over Seattle. Oh, you know. Life goes on. (laughs) Look at it. Look.
1: And you end that kind of a statement with, it is what it is. Right. (laughs) So anyway, uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The conscience of the nation.
4: The Armstrong and Getty
1: Show. Pick a joke, Sean. What what joke do you like? Play one of your favorite jokes that you got for us today. huh? Bring the funny, and if it's not funny, it's on you. It'll be completely blamed on you. Oh, now there's suspense. Yeah, I like exactly. this. Pick a joke, any joke. I like the sound of this one. A Washington
3: state woman has been charged with attempted murder for allegedly attacking her boyfriend with a samurai sword after she found the dating app Tinder on his phone. When reached for comment, the man said, This, Rebecca, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, that's funny. John has escaped his fate for one more day. Yes, <laughs> his inevitable fate.
1: So we did an event last night at a uh, at a bar, and it was cool. and uh, And uh, we'll talk about it later because I want to see if we're going to get Crystal from The Bachelor on the show in the nine o'clock hour. She said she would come on, but there are some difficulties. So. But uh, we'll hold off on that conversation. But So we were at this establishment. I'm not going to mention... Sweet gal, though. Can we say that? She, she was incredibly nice. In oh, yeah, that's one of the more interesting aspects of it. She was completely different than she was portrayed on the TV show. Right. Which shows you what they can do with editing and all that sort of stuff. But anyway... Great sport, friendly, outgoing. We were at this event last night, and I'd never seen this. Maybe you've seen it before. You walk in and post it on a poll, and I just happened to see it. So, I could have easily missed it. I did. But it's posted on a poll, and it said, Hi, welcome to blank, the business you're in. By entering this these premises, it is understood that you may appear on camera or hereby consent to the reproductive and use of your photograph, image, voice, or a reproduction thereof. I mean, this really sounds like it was written by a lawyer. Yeah. Because the wording Clearly. is weird. Clearly. Either in whole or in part to be used by blank and their agents or assignees for any
0: and all multimedia and broadcast purposes without limitation or reservation purposes, cheers. In other words, they can video and or audio tape you and use you in commercials or promotions or whatever. Yeah, and I'd never seen that without before. Without any further consent.
1: So is that... That's fairly common at, at, Is at it, events that they're looking to share digitally or make videos out of. I, I've seen those before.
0: Oh, was that our peeps who put that up? Or? Oh,
1: I wonder. Oh. I wonder uh. if that... Uh, so, have you seen that events, or have you seen that like just at, like at a bar or a restaurant? No, I've never seen it at that. It's always tied to some sort of okay. event where they're they're planning on recording something. Huh. Huh. Mm. And is that just a lawyerly way to, to get out of trouble so nobody doesn't? So, somebody, well, somebody so you don't have to run around and give everybody there a release. Yes. Yeah, that just, I, I mean, mean, they got to update the laws. Well, I right. Mean, we uh, got to update laws so that you don't need to post that because in the modern world, you, you just have to assume somebody could be videotaping
0: you all the time and it could end up somewhere. Well, right. Can you imagine if they're just videotaping us on stage? And uh, and uh, and uh, I say, who's with me? And you hear a voice say, "I'm with you." And then you release that video, and he sues because we, we, you know, we didn't. He didn't sign a release to use his voice, <laughs> or even That'd us. Be ridiculous. We're on stage, and somebody's got their camera
1: up, and it gets posted somewhere. Yeah, I didn't right. know you were going to do that. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Huh. Well, that's the modern world. Is I think you've just got to pretty much always, whether you're in a public setting or not, but especially if you're in a public setting. I would just assume that there's a camera on you, and it might end up on somebody's website, yeah, or social
0: media page, or something. Yeah, but just because it's common sense doesn't mean you you, you don't have to stiff arm the lawyers, you know. But wow. like you said, we got to change the laws or whatever. But I don't, yeah, you're right. You're right. Speaking of technology, I'm looking at these pictures here, and uh, I will uh, I'll zap it along to Hanson so he can post it at Armstrong and dot com. But the rumored uh, Tesla semis. Elon Musk's uh, electric semis were spotted at the Rockland Supercharger uh, station near Sacramento, California, uh, roughly halfway between the Fremont factory and gigafactory one. Is that the one in Nevada gigafactory one? I'm 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 down with Elon, but I'm not that much of a fanboy. I don't Are these self driving or not? No, no they're, they're just they're just electric. Yeah, they're just electric semis and they're really, really cool looking. God, how many batteries do they tote around to be able
1: to uh go any distance of any kind with between charges? Must be amazing. It is in Story County, Nevada. I don't know how close that is to Vegas though the
0: gigafactory one who asked how close to vegas it is that is the who earl- brought up Las vegas
1: that's your only reference point for everyone in in, in nevada i'm a reno man <laughs> how far is it from vegas never
0: mind vegas uh youtube hey, uh, a bunch, bunch of people you know it's funny tie in hey, bunch of people videotaped it and put it on youtube oh, it's actually Sean, right you, outside of reno yes did you remember we're
1: on in reno yeah, yeah. We're on, we're on in Reno. Yeah, it's just right outside of Reno. <laughs> I'm, yeah. t- I'm, I'm talking t- out of the I'm
0: talking out of the side of my mouth <laughs> so that nobody will hear. It. Just here. Just <laughs> because you go to Las Vegas and consort with whores and gamble away your paycheck. That's where the furry conventions are. Do Your drugs and your furry conventions doesn't mean that's the only city in beautiful Nevada. I prefer America's biggest little city, Gateway to Sparks. Uh interestingly, the Matt Black short-range Tesla Semi, uh blah blah blah. Actually, blah, I'm an blah. Ely man. <laughs> you know, e- Ely is a hell of a town It is cool, it is uh, the most remote town in America, I believe uh, What does that mean, like the farthest from any other town? Or, yeah, yeah um, Probably not counting various towns of 60 people in Alaska But Oh yeah, you can't count Alaska Yeah, the contiguous 48 goes without saying Sorry to quibble <laughs> So uh it, it, the uh, blah 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 blah. The Tesla Semi is sh- short range, but they're a little surprised that they couldn't drive the whole way between the two factories, which is only 250 miles. Well, that's what I was going to say. That the the amount of power it takes.
1: For a semi to do its thing, I, how many of those electric batteries you got to have to be able to get you from charging station to charging station?
0: Yeah, and as always, the great skeptic's question about electric cars is: where did you get the electricity? If you were burning harp seals to generate the power, well, then that's not really a step forward, or, or coal, or or what have <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Well,
1: the, the the electric car thing that is weird is that. um you're not going to get a bunch of charging stations all over the place until you get enough cars in the road. But you're not going to get enough cars in the road until there are charging stations all over the place. Right? That's that has been the hangup for a long time. Mm. I mean, if there are charging stations
0: all over the place, it'd, it'd be a lot more appealing. But there aren't so far. Right? It's it's the whole. Which came first, the egg or the chicken? I beg your pardon. It's the egg. The egg or the chicken. I've decided for the rest of my life, instead of saying the chicken or the egg, to say the egg or the chicken just to be annoying. Keep
1: f***ing that
0: chicken. You can understand a man's goal to just want to be annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, boy. It's been a long week. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Where where were we? I know we have good stuff a-comin'. Oh yeah, Sarah Westwood from the Washington Examiner, who was on—was it Morning Jose? The where would you see her? Uh, morning Joe this morning oh, yeah. on that whole
1: uh, "we're all fascists now" topic, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. So also, we'll be- Sarah Westwood might have some insight into Trump's off the top of his head. Hey, I'll
0: I'll meet with the guy from North Korea thing. Well, yeah, she's the White House reporter for the Washington Examiner and has been doing some great reporting lately. Uh, So we're looking forward to hearing uh, from her on that. And more of the, uh, you know what we haven't done is actually spell out some of the headlines we were talking about earlier. The reaction in the mainstream media to the uh, the Trump Kim. Would you scroll, you bastard? Sorry, my computers hung up um the trump kim summit that's uh, been announced uh, you know quickly granted but uh uh, Who cares? I Trump's, just, I, Trump's North Korea gambit blindsides U.S. diplomats. Did Trump just rush into negotiations with Kim Jong-un? It sure looks that way. Trump rolls out. Uh, it's just crazy. But you studied international diplomacy. As I, said, I so, did. But I've never understood why everybody has to be so careful. Or what? I, I've, it's never made any sense to me. There's nothing more sacred in Washington, D.C. than the conventional wisdom. And, you know, it's funny. When I was a, a young lad... Just getting into it, I assumed when there was a summit meeting. Somebody asked earlier if Gladys can play Eruption. I would like to hear that. (laughs) On the harp. (laughs) I'd pay a dollar to hear that. (laughs) The conventional wisdom about summit meetings and how silly it is in my opinion when we get a moment yeah perhaps whilst talking to the fabulous sarah westwood coming up in moments because you have to have somebody at a lower state level and
1: then the secretary said or what happens oh, if no, no, you no. don't do Many it that way matters. what
0: happens i don't get it and then the lawyers show uh, the lawyers the uh, the leaders show up and then they just sign the agreement that's what a summit is why uh, all on the way on the armstrong
1: and getty show